Good morning. It's 11 minutes before 8 o'clock. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. J.J. Carlson is Sitka's newest Assembly member. When the Assembly met last night, it unanimously appointed Carlson to fill a vacancy until next fall. Carlson will replace former Assembly member Rebecca Himshoot, who was elected to the Alaska House of Representatives in November. Himshoot had a year left on her term and resigned shortly before Thanksgiving. Carlson was one of six Sitkins to apply for the open seat. Born in Sitka, Carlson moved back a little over a year ago after 17 years away. In her application, she said she studied architecture and currently works at a social services nonprofit and does consulting. And on Tuesday night, she shared her top priorities with the assembly. I think that as a young female professional, that I bring a good voice um, to my friends, my community, with the strategic plan ahead of us that the city's laid out with child care and housing as top priorities. I have a good vision for that. Um, And things that collaboration and teamwork are, are great ways to make that happen. The Assembly unanimously appointed Carlson to the role. She'll serve until the municipal election next October. In other business, the Assembly passed a new measure. We'll have more coverage of the Sitka Assembly meeting on Raven News Nightly at 518 tonight. The spring forecast for herring in Sitka Sound is down from last year, but is still expected to be among the largest in the last 50 years. The Alaska Department of Fish and Game on Tuesday announced that a biomass of over 150,000 tons of mature herring would return to the Sound in 2023, about 50,000 tons less than the forecast made this time last year for the 2022 season. In a news release, ADF&G management biologist Aaron Dupuy said that the de- de- decrease was due largely to, quote, natural mortality and waning of the exceptionally large 2016 year class. Nevertheless, the projected biomass of over 150,000 tons is the fourth largest since 1979 and exceeded only by the forecasts of the last three years. Biologists estimate that the size of the spring herring run using excuse me, biologists estimate the size of the spring herring run using a number of tools, especially age composition data from last year's harvest, combined with dive surveys of egg deposition. Last spring, the department recorded about 92 nautical miles of spawning along the shoreline of Sitka Sound, 30 miles more than the 10-year average. The largest age group of herring harvested by commercial saners were six years old. This year, that age class moves up, and the seven-year-olds are forecast to be the largest component of the commercial harvest, and physically larger than they were last year, too, at 148 grams versus last year's 126. The average weight of herring in Sitka next spring across all age classes is expected to be 134 grams. All this adds up to a possible harvest of over 30,000 tons of herring by commercial saners using the department's 20% harvest rate. Market forces, among other factors like weather and spawn timing, will likely play a major role in whether or not saners hit that target. Even with last season's record high biomass, saners landed just 25,000 tons over the course of nearly two weeks of fishing. 
While the state plans for the next spring's sacro fishery, a suit brought by the Sitka tribe of Alaska against the state over its management of the fishery enters a new stage this week. The case was set to go to trial in the summer of 2021, but was vacated in the spring following a ruling from Juneau judge who determined that the state was not constitutionally required to, quote, use the best available information, unquote, when making management decisions about the fishery. An appeal of that decision has made its way to the Alaska Supreme Court. At 9 a.m. today, the court will hear oral arguments. You can watch a live stream of the proceedings on our website at kcaw.org. The sole public float plane dock on Alaska's only native reservation is owned by the state of Alaska, and it's been falling apart for years. A new dock is expected to be completed this weekend, but pilots haven't been able to land there for over a month due to construction. KRBD's Regan Miller has more. Metlakatla Mayor Albert Smith isn't quite sure how old the dock is, but he is sure that it's been deteriorating for years. So many years ago, I don't even have the offhand. I don't know what, what year it was installed. He says some pilots have struggled with landing in Metlakatla, where the state-owned dock is the only public option for seaplanes to touch down. There's also no commercial airport on the island. We had to do minor repairs here and there to try to uh, keep it safe. Um, it was it was pretty pretty bad. Smith says weather has taken its toll on the aging dock. The changing weather, uh, we get more of a easterly wind in our uh, Chester Bay here, and the seas hammered it over the years and and just uh, it's just broken all over the place. Crews from Western Marine Construction are on the island working to finish the project. The new dock was originally scheduled to open November nineteenth. It's been trying at times for them. Uh, like I said, the uh, easterly wind that comes through the bay here, it uh, creates quite a swell in that area. Um, but they, they've been working 12-hour days to try to get it done as fast as they can. Work has been ongoing since November. Residents haven't been able to access the dock since November 1st. Planes that need to make it into Metlakatla are landing at a private dock owned by a resident. Because the dock is state-owned, the replacement is being paid for by the state's Department of Transportation and Public Facilities. A department spokesperson didn't return a message from KRBD asking how much the project cost. The new dock also will allow emergency vehicles easier access to the water in situations where they need to meet planes. With the, with the new dock's design, uh, ambulance is able to uh, drive down there forwards, and they should be able to turn around down there and drive back up um, for medical emergencies, uh, where the old dock had a narrow ramp and uh, it in a narrow spot down there, you had to back all the way down it. Smith says the project is expected to finish up in the coming days, although weather conditions could bring further delays. Reporting in Ketchikan, I'm Regan Miller. Some kindergartners in Juneau have been learning the violin and an Alaska Native language at the same time. The instruments they've been learning on are made of cardboard, but they had their first recital last week, backed by older kids playing the real things. KTOO's Yvonne Crumry has this story. The older students are playing real instruments, but the kindergartners play cardboard models. For them, this is a graduation of sorts. That is a rite of passage to say you're ready to, to hold the real one because they will drop it. 
Lori Hagee helps lead the Juneau, Alaska Music Matters program. She says the violin lessons have been going on for over a decade now, but the Hlingit language part is in its second year. It's not only a pedagogical tool, but it's a culturally responsive um, practice to, to be singing. She says the program gives teachers an opportunity to make their curriculum more place-based and more reflective of Hlingit culture. Her language teacher, who Yek Robbie Littlefield, helps with the lessons over Zoom. When a teacher needs a help with a phrase or something new or correct, correct their pronunciation, I'm right there and they just turn to the screen and say, Is it like that? Kukitsi, George Holly, is a teacher and musician and a composer. Hagee asked him to help write the music for the program. I didn't have to think twice about that. So um, I came, became part of that, started to write music uh, to various poems and words of the various elders and Lance Twitchell. And it's been a beautiful thing to see these children absorb it in such a, an easy and respectful and joyful way. He also conducts the performance. On command, the kindergartners raise their paper violins to their chins and bow the imaginary strings with paper towel tubes. At the end of each song, they beam up at the applause. Next semester, these paper violinists will be fit for real instruments and start learning to play. They already have a head start on the language. In Juno, I'm Yvonne Crumery. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a quick look at the weather for Sitka. It's currently 44 degrees outside. We have light rain and some fog and mist. The weather today, rain likely, mainly before 3 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 44. East winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 70%. New precipitation amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch possible. And now taking a look at our community calendar. One more event for today, Sitka High School Music Department presents its winter concert tonight at 7 p.m. at the Sitka Performing Arts Center. The Sitka Chamber of Commerce invites Sitkins who have decorated for the holidays to submit their addresses to the Holiday Lights map before Tuesday, December 20th for a chance to win prizes. For more information and to sign up, visit sitkachamber.com. State and federal hunting and trapping seasons for Wolf in Game Management Unit 2 closes at 11.59 p.m. this Thursday, December 15th. For more information, call 907-225-2475. All are invited to Preschool Storytime, 10.30 a.m. this Thursday at Sitka Public Library. Sitka Skippers perform a halftime show at the Sitka High School versus Nikiski, 6 p.m. boys basketball game, Thursday, December 15th. And you are tuned into Morning Edition on Raven Radio, 